It's time for another episode of the Stud Stuttering is Cool podcast. I am your host, Daniela Rossi. The Stuttering is Cool podcast is is brought to you by Stuttering is Cool, the book, the comic book. It's a guide to stuttering in a fast-talking world. Available only at stutteringiscool.com. While actually Etsy, the print version is available on Etsy, but you know the link uh, is available on stutteringiscool.com, um, and it's also available in digital form in the Apple iBook Store and the Google Play Store. I have another full episode interview today, but first I want to let you know that I've had that I've ran into some technical issues, so you'll you'll uh, you'll hear the audio fade in and out in between the technical issues. So I removed the issues, but I didn't want to uh, start you know editing things around to make it look like we did not have <laughs> technical issues. A good rule of thumb when you're podcasting is to actually know about the person that you are interviewing. But once in a while, I like to interview people who I don't really know uh, at at uh, at uh, all, um, because it gives me uh, the chance to be you know to find out about them as my l- as my listeners do. So I'm happy to announce that I have. Uh, someone here who I met, I guess, two weeks ago. Uh, it was at the Baltimore, yeah. at the NSA conference in Baltimore, the most yeah. recent one, just a few weeks ago. One night we were we were chatting, and um, yeah, this this was this certainly doesn't happen often. He said, "I want to be on your show," so I said, "Sure," yeah, you cool. know, no one ever asked. Thank so, you so much for having me. Thank yeah. you. So first things first, let's uh, have you live on the edge and say your name. Um, Jesse Schwartzman. And welcome to Stuttering is Cool. Uh, you want to tell us your stuttering history? When did you start? St- when did you start stuttering? Um, I've known to stutter probably as long as I could remember. I'd probably say somewhere in junior year in high school or senior year in high school, I would use a lot of filler words i would pretty much use every single conversation would probably be a filler word and these filler words were very were very helpful of me getting off the stutter um it would be very difficult for me to start any sentence any type of sentence with any syllable starting with anything so um the the filler words that i would use would be so um yeah um over and over and over and it would be pretty much the same filler words over and over and over that that transition from high school into college was definitely something difficult and um it definitely made me feel uncomfortable how things are changing and and as that was going on i definitely feel that my speech changed and um the control that I had, you know, back in second grade or third grade or back in high school, it was all gone. Mm -hmm. So I was basically down to step one in just not being confident, not having control. So my sophomore year of, um, no, the, the, 
the summer going into my sophomore year college, I think it was my sophomore year or my junior year of college, I um, went to the intensive at the American Institute for Stuttering. And there, the uh, speech pathologists were super patient. They were super helpful. They definitely taught me a lot of tricks and tools and all that stuff. And um, it's something I practice almost every single day. It's something that almost helps me every single day. And um, it was pretty much a turning point for my life. It was life-changing. It was probably the most life-changing thing that ever happened to me so far because it it basically gave me the power and basically gave me the confidence to use my voice and it definitely gave me the confidence that um things i didn't think um things that i didn't think i could do but after that i could have done and also it just gave me a lot of support that there was people that there was other people out there that stuttered that were going through the same things as me some people younger some people my age some people older some people a lot older and and um it definitely brought me back to the conference two weeks ago that um everyone they all have their own issues. They all have their own different problems. I think everyone has issues, mm-hmm. and it just comes down to how people handle their issues. But one thing that everyone at the conference did, or either a family member or some or someone that they're trying to help um, at their job as a speech pathologist, definitely feel like everyone is going through either the same thing or things very similar. So it doesn't really matter if you're, you know, 70 or 50 or 30 or even five. Everyone, doesn't matter what your age is, all going through the same stuff. And to have that support is so important. Mm-hmm. Um, Agreed. Yes. Currently, um, the... Um, Stuttering is, you know, it's definitely a part of my life. It's definitely not a bad thing. It's, it's, it's definitely try to, I definitely try to see things positively. I think the goal for me is to just have control of my stutter and definitely be able to say everything that I'm interested in saying because I would say even back in college or back when I was in kindergarten or first grade I would not be able to to say certain phrases or certain things Mm -hmm. and um, it would create such blocks 60 seconds or couple of minutes of just wow. really pushing and trying to get the words out 
and I would say probably since the intensive, um, definitely have blocks. I definitely have sometimes phrases or tough things I'm trying to just get out. But I would say since the intensive, um, the the type of blocks are not as strong. They're not as severe. And talking to different people that stutter, um, it definitely helps me of. Uh, Something that I kind of find important, it's the anticipation of the stutter. So mm. I would say before the intensive and even even though I had a speech therapist, she never really taught me about the anticipation of stutter. Do you ever listen to someone that stutters and they basically feel that they're gonna stutter but they don't ah, um yeah. as you could possibly feel it coming up it basically gives you an an option of are you are you are you going to slow down and either use a prolongation or are you gonna fake stutter and just go with it and just guide it um what is speech pathologist at the American Institute for Stunning definitely told me was the the more you resist the more it persists definitely oh, yeah. not sure if that's the right term but what it does make sense <laughs> yeah but but something but something that um, the, the, the thing that I took out of it was um, it's definitely helped me to slow down. Like, if I felt a block, definitely not to push and try to run over it like a speed bump. Mm. Um, or no, no, of going fast on that speed bump. I would basically think of if there's a speed bump, slow down. That's what the speed bump is there for. Mm. Have you ever thought of it like that? No. And I think I really like it because, number one, you brought up an old memory. When I was a kid, I went through a phase where I would really speak fast so I can, you know, avoid the stuttering. Yeah. Uh, but that never really uh, worked in the end. But in all this talk about anticipation of the stutter, instead of worrying about it, I'm thinking right now, just you know, thinking out loud, instead of work of worrying about it, see it as you know like you said it's a speed bump a chance to slow down and think okay how am i gonna deal with this is it prolonging is it this speech tool that speech tool am i gonna fake it am i or, or am i just going to uh let the stutter out yeah that is brilliant <laughs> thank you so right now you are a parallel there's there's a there's that speed bump. You're a paralegal. <laughs> yes, that's correct. Yes. So is there a um, lot of speaking in your job? Um, there could be. Um, my basic job is to get the records for the firm. Mm -hmm. So if a um if a record shows um. If a record goes smoothly, which would basically mean is that I would send them 
the request and they would either send me a bill or they would send me the records with the bill um, usually there's no really talking involved but um, sometimes which I would probably say in the past couple months happens more often is um, there's been complications there's been complications of people knowing how to read but maybe not being able to comprehend what mm. is being written <laughs> and this is in English and it's it's written in very simple terms very plain terms that anyone could really understand it but sometimes they don't really comprehend it or they basically think that we're suing them which is not the case oh. um getting records is um it's something called discovery so it's so in in the in the legal terms it's basically the the first part of trying to get all the information and trying to figure out if you're going to file to actually start a case so when people call and ask me and saying are we getting sued I don't really have an answer for them because the case hasn't been filed yet. So if uh, the case hasn't been filed yet, I can't really give them an answer. Sometimes the uh, case has been filed and then there's been depositions and then the other attorneys ask people different different questions. Other doctors or other hospitals, they could come up. Um, but that's not something that usually happens and if it does it's basically going back to the client of basically finding out um are they telling us everything so what sometimes happens mm. is, is that the clients they don't really tell us everything if things go well there's not a lot of talking um if things don't go well and a doctor's office would either, either call me or a hospital would call me. I would have to call them. Then there's talking on the phone and um, talking, talking, talking on the phone. Um, that's not something that I have an issue with. Yeah. Um, I well, I definitely, I definitely don't have an issue talking on the phone. I basically think it of as what would be the best time and place to make this call. Usually I feel any time is the best time and place to call that mm. person back or have to call someone. But sometimes I kind of feel like there's other places or better places to call. Like, for example, um, I don't like to talk on trains, one, because oh, it's yeah. public and all your conversations are public. So anyone that hears it they have any right to hear because you're talking on you're talking on a public train now something that i would do is i would either wait until i got home or i would wait until i'm outside the train which hey it's basically still out in public but i feel like it's different because in a train there's people sitting or there's people standing they have nowhere to go because they're on a train yeah and oh, and right. most likely they're bored so they're going to yes. overhear for sure. <laughs> exactly. So that's something that I'm constantly thinking about. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the type of person that doesn't really like to hear people's 
phone conversation mm -hmm. on the train. So I tried to do the same thing back. So um, talking on the phone at work. Um, this is kind of weird, but um, starting the call and saying my name and saying my firm name, that's sometimes tough. But something that I've done is um, as I'm saying the firm, I say it very, very slowly, very, very slowly. I say Britcher, which you could hear Britcher. It's not a, it's not Richard. It's Britcher. Mm -hmm. So there's a B in there. So make a B, Britcher. Ever have people uh, ask why you're saying it so slowly, or no? Are they like wow? Um, I went. I went through a phase, uh, maybe my early teens, when I would answer a phone. I would answer it hello, <laughs> just because of the <laughs> stuttering, and I would always yeah. get hello, <laughs> and I feel like really crappy after. Like yeah, okay. <laughs> so that's why I was asking. I, like, did you ever yeah. get that? But it's good to hear that you have not. So. I think we're on the phone, something that's definitely helped me is to talk very slowly and maybe to talk louder because some something that's helped me is that the louder that I talk, the uh, um, it basically gives me more control on my speaking. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. For any listeners who are looking to get into the paralegal world, uh, would you have any tips or any uh, advice if they're yes. worried about their speech getting in the way of get, getting into the uh, paralegal world? You should definitely do two things. First thing is you would you would pro you it would help to get your paralegal certification. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so you would basically take the courses. And the, and the second thing you could definitely do, and this would definitely apply in, I would probably say, any type of job, um, would be to do an internship. Reason why that these two things are important, because one, the paralegal certificate basically gives you access to all the different things that you would be doing as a paralegal. And being an intern, it would basically reinforce all those skills that you learned during the courses and would basically prove to to future jobs that this is something that you're interested in and this is something that you could definitely do mm -hmm. oh and also it gives you contacts because i um. feel from just talking to people and from just seeing people i think there's been a lot of it's not what you know but it's who you know, um, contacts are so important, and by having in by having an internship, it gives you that opportunity. Um, definitely doesn't happen all the time, but it definitely gives you that opportunity to have contact. Yeah, it's it's and a jump start. Yes. And that's it for today's episode. I like to hear from you. Please send me a piece of audio. You can record it on your smartphone. Uh, you can use your voice recorder app there. Uh, they all come, all the smartphones come up with them. Uh, yeah, let me know what you think, your thoughts, questions, and such. 
um, and email them to me at coolstutter at gmail.com and I'll play them on my next episode. Thank you and until then, may your stuttering always be with complete and full confidence. Ciao!